Hey guys, Adam with Splendid Sports, back for a uh, special, I guess, vacation edition of Three and Three. I'm here in uh, in New England, so I figured, who better than to have on Three and Three than Picker Jim? Jim, how's it going? Good, doing great, Adam. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and and on short notice, we've been you know going back and forth on um, doing this for a little bit, and I figured I just keep give it a shot in the dark this morning and say, hey, you want to do a three and three? And here we are. So yeah, looking yeah. forward to this. Um, yes, and uh, you are a future, excuse me, a recent uh, inductee of the YouTube Sports Card Hall of Fame. So just want to say uh, congrats on that again. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. That was quite the honor. It was a really great honor to be nominated by all our fellow YouTube members. Yeah. And, um, you know, I let before we get into well, I, I should mention if, if people are catching this for the first time, this is episode number 30, three zero. Uh, but if this happens to be the first one, we're going to look at Jim's uh, three of his favorite cards in his collection and uh, three that he wants to add to the collection in the future. Uh, but before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about the hobby that we both love. And um, one of the things that we have in common, uh, I think you, you've been doing a lot longer, but you're big on the um, PSA set registry, right? Yes, yes. I, I, I really love doing the set registries. Um, a lot of fun and um, a bit addictive as well. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I people like to poke fun at me, you know, here and there when I mention the registry and so forth. And, you know, it's all in good fun. But, you know, for me, it's uh, anything that adds more enjoyment to the hobby for me, I'm going to keep doing. And the, the registry, you know, is something that adds for me, adds more enjoyment. Uh, yes, it probably does cause cause me to spend a little more money than I would have, but it still makes it more enjoyable. And um, until it isn't, I'm just going to keep using it. I, I don't obviously don't do everything on the PSA set registry, but I've kind of picked a few lanes that I want to do the registry with on uh, certain player runs and so forth. Um, and then other other things I collect, I it doesn't really matter if it's PSA, but uh, I like to you know do a couple different like the Larry Bird run and the uh, Mickey Mantle run. I you know, kind of focus on PSA with those just to yeah, keep sure. it the same. Um, but I wanted to ask you, someone who's been doing it for a long time, what do you think? Um, give me like, uh, do you think PSA could uh, could be improving it? Do you think they should be um, adding more to it or, um, you know, just kind of building upon it? They have a huge lead, obviously, from other grading companies. And the registry, in my opinion, is one of the biggest reasons. Do you think they should be putting more resources to it than they are right now with all the money they're probably making? I think that um, I think that that's a great question. They they definitely there's a there's a ton of different sets that you could you could get involved with, um, and they are open to people submitting new ideas. I know a couple of guys that have submitted um, ideas to them for set registries, and they've actually adopted and and created set registries based off those suggestions. Um, I mean, as far as, as far as that goes, um, I think they do a good job with it. I think that, um, you know, there's really a lot of different sets, almost anything you can think of, you can find a, a set registry out there for it. Um, and even, I think it's good too. I always tell people, even, you know, some people, they don't want to have to be, tied down to just PSA cards alone, um, or they just don't like PSA for whatever reason or whatever it may be, You can, even those people can take advantage of the set registries. Just in fact, 
for the checklists. Just create your own create your own set based off the checklist. And um, you know, you don't. It doesn't have to be PSA, of course, to take part in the registry and be ranked and so forth. It has to be PSA cards, but you can still get enjoyment out of it by just using the checklists and you know collecting your own. Even people collect raw cards, you know, through the checklist just to have the cards and um you know they have fun doing it that way too so um to answer your question i'm not i'm not really sure um exactly i'm sure that there's things that they could do to improve the set registry um as far as usage and things like that but i'm not really off the top of my head 100 percent sure what um those things would be exactly well like I, i'm kind of nitpicky especially because uh, part of what I do for work has to do with websites and, uh, you know, you making websites user-friendly and so forth. And it's good. It's a, it's a good, you know, pretty good website, um, for definitely for sports cards. Um, but when you kind of look at it on a broader scale for the size of the company, they are, you know, I get a little kind of annoyed sometimes when, you know, I hit like a broken link on the registry or, you know, I've submitted sets to the registry and never heard anything back. I, I know there's a pretty big waiting list on registry. So I'm kind of looking at that from, from that angle. And that's probably more of just a resources thing, putting more people, more employees that have to do with the registry. Uh, so, you know, I know they have a huge lead, but I think I think they they obviously have the huge advantage and it would probably do them some good to maybe invest even more into that to grow it, you know, market it more, uh, get more people involved in it because you know, there's, it's kind of like a polarizing thing now, right? It's like, you're either, you love the registry or you're a fan of it, or you think it's dumb, you know, right. but, um, I think they, I think they could do a little more with like social media and, um, you know, promoting collectors more, uh, along with obviously improving the user experience. Like one of the features that bugs me is, you know, when you're in like a, a set and, um, it, it shows you all the cards that are in the set. And then there's like a shop button that will tell you, you know, click here and you can go look at, uh, what's for sale on eBay and uh, all these different places. I love right. that feature, but for me, it like doesn't work most of the time. I click on the link and it takes me, it's a broken link. So things like that drive me nuts. Cause I'm like all the money this company makes. And this is something that, you know, I, I hate to see that it's been broken for me for like a long time. So uh, yeah, stuff like yeah, that. I get it. Yeah, no, that definitely, definitely right. And you're right to say that the set registry is one of the, you know, one of the, key things for PSA and that's one of the reasons why they're such a popular company and um I mean there's thousands and thousands of sets that people people are taking part in and um it, it would be to their advantage to to promote that a heck of a lot more than they do and um and I can hear what you're saying too about um I've, I've had the same thing happen to me where I suggested them to do certain sets and like you said never never heard anything back from them. Um, but I, that's more of a customer service type thing, yeah. I would think. But um, I mean, I know their customer service isn't great, to be honest, but um, yeah, for sure. They could they could definitely do a lot, especially being that they're the only ones that have set registry. They could, they could really drive that home to really um, attract people, more people. But um, generally as a whole, I think that, um, you know, most, collectors who have been collecting for quite a while certainly certainly know about the set registries but it's surprising that um people know about them but they don't really know the de the details and all that they could they could do with it you know what i'm saying um, yeah and, and even just like specials for people that want to get into the registry you know there's, there's so much they could do and 
you know, to your point, they have, they're the only one with, with a registry that's, that works. Um, so none of the other grading card companies have pushed them, which obviously it's, it, it's, you have less incentive as a company when no one else is pushing you. So, um, you know, maybe what it's going to take is a SGC to come out with one or something like that. And then they'll maybe start taking a, a bigger look at it and things they can that would, improve on. But, that would yeah. be the best thing SGC could do is come up with a set registry. They would, that would, people would jump all over that, I bet. Prediction at the national, they're going to announce the registry. I'm going to, I'm going to say it right here. I have no inside info, but I think, uh, I think they're going to come out with a, that big announcement that they're finally going to do the registry. At least I hope so. I hope they do that. <laughs> that would be smarter of them. And I would look forward to that. Um, the other thing too, is that's surprising is that, like I mentioned a minute ago, a lot of, a lot of long, longer time collectors know about the set registry, but it's amazing that a lot of people I've talked to, they don't even realize that it's free. It's a free, it's free. You don't pay for it. You just start doing it and you get to get the app and you go on there and you sign up and you, it doesn't cost anything. And people, people have asked me multiple times, well, how much do you have to pay, pay to do that? And it's like, they know about it, but they don't really know about it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah. So. Guys, uh, you know, guys watching it in the comments, I'd love to hear more feedback on that. Anyone who has ideas, things that you wish the PSA registry would do, feel free to leave it in the comments. Cause I always like to hear that. There's not for me, I don't know that many people actually that I've connected with on YouTube that really do the registry that, that much. So yeah. I know there's a few like yourself that I've noticed, but I would say the large majority of the people I communicate with don't really partake in it for the most part. So uh, I definitely wanted to ask you about that because, uh, you know, I know you have a big history with it. Yeah, I think one of the reasons why, too, is because people just don't want to be held to, to just strictly buying PSA cards. Right. You know, a lot of people want to be able to, to 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 just buy whatever. If it's a great looking card, that's the thing about the set registry. If you're doing the set registry, you got to buy a PSA card. You can't just find you, you might find a great looking SGC card that's in your budget or whatever but if you want it for the set registry you, you know you got to pass on it or you got to crack it out and submit it to psa and go through all that baloney and find out you know how that works out so i mean maybe it would be a good thing for them to, to do which they would never do obviously but if they had some kind of a set registry where you could just add any cards to it that would be you know a lot more people would take advantage of that i'm quite sure well, they, they, what they would do is say, all right, SGC, CSG, or whatever, I forget the name, CGC, uh, Beckett. What they would do is say, all right, you guys got to pay us. You got to pay us an annual big sum if you want to be have your cards in our registry. Just like you know, the industry I work in, search engines with Google, um, Google actually pays Apple like billions of dollars every year not to make a search engine. They have like a deal to say like, don't, so basically they, it would kind of be one of those like sweetheart deals of, all right, don't make your own registry. You could be part of ours, but you got to pay us. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, something like yeah, that. No, I, don't, I don't know how that would go over, but yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, without further ado, uh, Jim, let's get going. Let's see some cards. Let's see um, if you're ready. I'd love to see the first card of uh, the three favorites that you uh, brought here. Okay, so um, very, very difficult to narrow down three favorites. Um, and depending on the day, they may change, but... Um, I do have three here that I picked out um, for today. And the first one I'm going to go with is the 1909 E92 Crofts Candy, Eddie Collins. Wow. Um, just love this card. Um, of course, being a Red Sox fan, Eddie Collins, he was, uh, he never played for the Red Sox, but he was the general manager for quite a while. 
and he is responsible for the Red Sox signing Joe Cronin, Ted Williams, and Bobby Doerr. And so, um, of course, Eddie Collins was a great player. And I just love this card. I lo love the green background. Nice, nice image there. And um, it's a it's a fairly rare card. Uh, there's only been um, there's only been ten of these graded by PSA, and um, only three have been graded higher than this one. And so, um, really love that card. And here's the back cross candy. That's so cool. Yeah. So um, this is definitely one of my favorites for sure. Um, you, you know how that was like, um, cause I'm getting more into this food and beverage thing. I, I have some, and the last three and three I did was with Dave blue jacket 66. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a big, big, uh, food and beverage collector guy. So sure. I really do have a fascination with those cards. Do you know, like, how are those, how did those come? <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was through, through the candy company. And I believe that you would, um, get a certificate that you could exchange for the card. So um, I don't believe it actually came in a package of candy, but um, there would be like a certificate with the candy. And if you get so many certificates, you could exchange them to receive a baseball card is my understanding of how they were um, distributed. Okay. Love that. Yeah. Yep. So there's no, there's no chocolate stains on it. <laughs> oh yeah. No hot dog stains or Cracker Jacks on it. Yeah. <laughs> that is a beautiful card though. And I've said this before, but the pre-war stuff, if it's got some color, you know, I'm all for it. Um, yes. Kind of my preference on the pre-war stuff. Yeah, and some of the some of the colors are just stunning on some of these cards. Yep. All so, right. So uh, let's go number two. Okay, number two. This is actually an oversized card, and this is um, a 1936 National Chacal, and they call this the Fine Pens. And the reason why it's called the fine pens is because um, you see the signature here is um, it's in a thinner script as opposed to the Gaudi uh, wide pens of the same era mm. where it would be a, a wider script. And so this is uh, Lefty Grove. And I just think it's just an awesome image. I love seeing the old Red Sox jersey there and the old cap. And of course, Lefty Grove also was a, uh, a great great pitcher and um this card this card too these cards are tough because they're they're literally paper thin and so they're hard to find in decent condition and um this one here um is also kind of i won't call it rare but it's kind of scarce there's um there's only been 27 of these graded by psa and um seven have been graded higher than this one so uh, really happy to have this, and um, it's just a just a great looking card. I I love it, and these are these are blank backed, and so you know, as a Red Sox fan, Lefty Grove is such a great pitcher that um, just really glad to have that one. That's uh, man, I've never seen that one for sure. <laughs> First oh, time yeah. I've seen that card. <laughs> well, all right, I got to put you on the spot. You could only collect one. Boston slash New England athlete for the rest of your life. You get to keep all your cards you have, but you can only buy cards of one player. Who who is it going to be? You have to pick. Um, well, I would probably say Ted Williams because um, for the simple fact that you know Ted Williams obviously was one of the, if not the greatest player in Red Sox history. Um, I don't have a whole lot of his cards, 
um, have a few, but don't have a great deal of them. So I'd probably go with Ted Williams um, just based off those facts. I have, yeah, normally Yaz is like my PC, but I have tons and tons of Yaz cards, all different, different. I, I did the set registry um, for Yaz. I completed that. And um, plus I have all the, you know, Kellogg's and um, top, the stand up, the six stand up and the giant. And I just got tons, tons of Yaz cards already. So um, being that that would be the only one I could buy going forward, I would go with Ted Williams. I think I would have to say Tom Brady because he's got, I do have a lot of his cards, but there's still so many I can get because he has so many cards, so many years he played. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I would, I, that for me, that would, I would say Brady, but it's, there's so many, so many that I started collecting Pedro Martinez pretty heavily. So um, oh, yeah. is there, is it, we've had a lot of good players here. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And, um, but that's a, you know, that's a tough one. Fortunately, Fortunately, it'll never come to that. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, but uh, let's go number three. Number three, I'm going with um, the 1966 KBA Pirates, uh, Roberto Clemente from Roberto Clemente's personal collection. Ooh. And um, it's not, um, you know, a, an overly expensive card, but um, it's just the fact that it has been... Um, personally owned by Roberto Clemente, who of course was such a great baseball player and not only a great baseball player, but a great man, a great humanitarian. Um, I remember when I got this card, it was just such a great feeling to um, actually have this card and have it in my collection just because of the fact that it, it did once belong to him. And um, I'm not really sure of the exact number of these that were out there. There's different stories about the cards. Some people um, say that um, he had these cards and he would give them out to people. Um, but when, when he passed away, um, Vera Clemente went to um, sold a number of his items through auction. I believe it was Hunt's, Hunt's Auctions. And um, there was a number of these cards that were sold at that time they were um, authenticated by SGC and sold through Hunt's auctions. Um, I don't know the exact number of these that are available, but I believe that it's probably around the 200 mark, maybe um, definitely less than 500. And so um, just Roberto Clemente, you know, he was just such a great person and it was just a really a great feeling to have this card I, I can't explain the feeling um just knowing that he owned it um it just just a little bit different than just getting a, a card you know what i mean yeah, um, I, I can't tell you how cool i think that is and i think there's so there's you're the third channel that i've seen those on that on recently so theo clement uh, clemente collector yep. showed one that he recently picked up and then um father you familiar with father son vintage channel i yeah i saw i saw his I saw that video on that on that too yep and also uh john mangini has a copy of it as well as lou rock tv and um i don't know if you know mark uh rude dog 21 yes yep yeah those those guys have them too so there's six there's six of them that i know of that are here just through youtubers um but i don't i don't think anybody actually knows the exact number of them that are out there but i'm, I'm sure it's it's probably somewhere between 
two or three hundred. I don't I don't think it's much more than that. Were there other cards other than that card that were in his personal collection that that are out there, or is it just that one? I'm not aware of any others. Okay, because yeah. if I see one at the national, I'm buying it as long as it's not egregiously overpriced. But <laughs> just you know, the, so, I can't. I, the, the idea how cool that is to have a card from his collection, man, I'd love to have one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. It's it's really a great feeling. Like I said, it's not. You know, like I I, I can get you know, the, the lefty Grove, the Eddie Collins, and it's a great feeling to pick up an awesome card, but it's just, diff it feels different and it's really feels good. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but surprisingly, um, you would think it would be a very expensive card, but when you come up, when I, when I've seen them available, they're fairly, fairly, I mean, they're not cheap, but they're fairly affordable. Yeah, that's what when I talked with Theo and he was telling me, you know, what the pricing was on that card. I, I was actually shocked that it was what it was, you know, uh, being how cool it is to me. Yeah, exactly. Well, those are those are awesome three right there. I wanted to ask you, uh, I kind of got this idea that I've mentioned before because I collect Tom Brady. I know you're a you're a Brady fan, right? Oh, sure. Of course. Right. Um but I, I kind of see like uh, the long term on Brady, because I remember when I was a kid, uh, we I don't know about you, but I didn't root for Michael Jordan. I, I was a fan of the Celtics, Larry Bird, the Celtics, you know, uh, and right. we weren't very good when I was watching him for the most part. Their run was kind of ending when I when I started really watching the Celtics. Um, but so I I always knew Michael Jordan was the best, you know, and I, I but I just got tired of seeing him win. So I, I didn't really, it's not that I didn't like him. It's just that I just didn't, I've got, I, I, every, everyone liked him. Right. So I was just like kind of bitter. Um, and I feel like a lot of people are like that with Brady um, that, you know, he kicked their ass for, for years. He beat their team's ass <laughs> just yeah. like Jordan beat us. But now exactly. Jordan's been retired, what, 20 years or whatever it is. Now you see like almost everyone in the hobby loves Jordan. Everyone wants his cards. Do you think Brady will get there someday? I think so. Yeah, I, I do. I think so. I mean, he's, I mean, he's only just been retired. I mean, he hasn't even played, hasn't, we don't even, who knows, maybe he won't retire. You never know. Yeah, it might come I back. Mean, you can't, I, I wouldn't count anything out until, you know, at least a couple of years go by, but um, right. I mean, so yeah. So, I mean, he, it's the same thing as you just said, same, very good comparison with Jordan. He's, um, you know, obviously people hated him when the, you know, the Patriots were winning six Super Bowls and, um, you know, even when they weren't winning Super Bowls, they were getting to the conference finals and, you know, playoffs every year. And um, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's completely understandable. If you were on any other team except the Patriots, you would, you would, you would definitely hate the guy. Um, and then he went to Tampa and he won another one in Tampa. So, um, you know, he, he, he's done a lot of winning and anybody other than fans of those teams not gonna like it i mean you get you he beats beats your team's ass every year i mean you're gonna you're gonna not like the guy <laughs> because his uh his cards have actually come down a lot in price which uh has me kind of i got my eye on some ones that were a little out of my range uh, until recently so i think you know when i talk national i think i'm gonna have some some nice brady cards on my list that i want to see if i could target now that his prices have come down because uh i don't know what the future holds but I, I personally think that, you know, down the road, he's going to have a trajectory like like you see with Michael Jordan with some of his cards. Um, so uh, we'll see. But, yeah, that's I wanted to ask you because I don't get to talk to that many um, New England, Boston fans, you know, on uh, here on YouTube. So 
I, I had to ask you that because that's uh, yeah. Good. The thing of it is too with that is um, you know, fr first of all, there's a downtrend in the in the market right now anyway with prices. Um, and typically, I think it happens with players, um, great players, when they retire for a couple of years, they're kind of out of people's minds a little bit, and um, their prices do come down a bit. But you'll see as he gets closer towards um, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, the prices are going to start going back up. And then especially if the market picks up, the, his, his card prices are going to go crazy, I bet. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's uh, let's get into now. We're going to look at three on your list that you'd like to add to your awesome collection. Uh, let me pull up card ladder here, and I'm ready. Whenever you have your first one, I'll punch it in here. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, I mean, again, <laughs> you talk about cards that you want, and um, I've got a whole long list of hundreds of cards that I want, but I decided to pick three cards that aren't really easily obtainable. That probably um will take me a while to get um so my first pick would be the 1937 opg uh jimmy fox there we are here we are wow look at this one let's go uh we're gonna go psa for you here let's see uh all right so is this it right here that's it yeah okay first time i've ever seen this one and okay. Uh, like I'm not a huge black and white, but this card looks awesome to me. I don't know. I just love the design. Look at that thing. Exactly. Exactly. And Jimmy Fox, he's one of my favorite all-time players as well. So, um, you know, definitely want to, I've only got a couple of his cards, but I definitely want to start picking up more of them. And this is, this is kind of, um, it's almost like a grail card really, but I mean, I obviously would be looking at it in a, a lower grade, but, um, yeah, no, I just love the, the design, the image. It's so, you know, it, it really, um, it screams 30s to me all the way with the uniform and just the design and everything else like that. You know, um, I just just love that card. So OPG is Canada, right? Canadian card. Yes, Canadian, wow. yep. Again, it, there's something about seeing a card for the first time that I'm um, just like staring at this thing. It's unbelievable. Like the, the design, I just love it right there. It is. It's beautiful. It's a beauty, that's for sure. Who else is in this set that we would like any big names in this set? Um, yeah, pretty much all the top the top players of the time are in there. Like uh, would DiMaggio have a card in this? He does, set? yes, he does. Yep, oh. that's one of the bigger ones in the set. Ooh. Yeah. Now you got my wheels turning here, Jim. Are you a DiMaggio <laughs> collector as well? No, but I I I I actually have no Joe DiMaggio playing days cards, but I want to get one, so it's kind of like I'm trying to figure out which one I want to make a run at, you know? Yeah, and the thing of it, the thing of it is, when you go for this set, it's like, you know, a lot of people have the um, the Leafs and the Gaudis and um, you know all those common sets, but this is a little bit more where not you know the, not everybody has these cards. No, man, uh, I think like this was the last PSA one to sell, and this was over a year ago. So yeah, this seems like these don't come up too often. Yeah, they don't. They don't. You got to be if you if you find one in your price range. And um, it's not a, it's not an inexpensive card either. And um, if you find it in the price range, you got to grab it because, like you said, you might you might not see it for a long time. <laughs> and this would be a card where like centering doesn't seem to matter too much on this one. Not too really. much, no. Yeah, no. so it's kind of like 
whatever it, whatever comes up is probably going to be one you're gonna you're gonna want to get you know yeah it could be a little bit off center like even that one you're looking at there could be a little bit off center but it's really it's really difficult to tell you'd have to you'd have to look like at the players on this on each side and you'd have to know you know how far of spacing it should be between the player and the edge of the card but um just just visually you you can't you can't tell if it's off center or not wow well already thank you for um Anytime I can learn about a new card or a new set, it's awesome. So already, thank you for introducing me to this one. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, that's that's a good thing about what you do with the series is you always you always probably learning about a lot of different types of new cards from from different collectors. I've learned so much, and I love doing the show. I continue to keep doing it. I, I plan to keep doing it, but it has cost me some money, you know. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it's cost some of the viewers money money too. So yeah. Well, bad. sorry, guys, but hey, it's all part of it. So that's right. All right. It's all part of the fun. Let's right, go so to then, two. Yep. The next one is uh, I, I would really love to have is the uh, 1952 Burke Ross Jackie Robinson. Here we go. Let's see what we got here. Let's look for this one here. This is a PSA that just sold back back in May, May 21st. Yep. This it right yep. here. That's the card. Yep. And so typically I'm not a huge fan of the Burke Ross cards, um, but I just think this is a great looking card and it's a, um, it's, it's underappreciated as far as I'm concerned. Um, and it's an early um, Jackie Robinson card. So um, just a great image there. He's, he's jumping for the ball and, you know, of course, again, Jackie Robinson is such a, a great player and a great man. And um, I, I would love to have, just have any any cards I can get of Jackie Robinson. I would love to get, but I think that this particular card it, it's an early one and um, it's it's compared to his um, fifty two tops or you know um, even 50, his fifty three tops. This this card is grossly underappreciated as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, because look, this one here, this was a five miscut five, but. It's still only sold for a thousand eleven hundred dollars last month, and yep. uh, man, that's for a 1952 Jackie Robinson card. That's like you said, it is getting overlooked. And for me, like the image is like almost everything on on a card, like the the, the photo, the action shot, or whatever. Like this is an awesome photo. <laughs> right. so, wow, it's really beautiful, and um, and I bet that um, the population, I don't, I don't know what the population is, but I bet the population is, is much lower than the base tops cards as well. Well, I had um, Al from Iconic Baseball on a, a three and three recently. And one of his cards was a, on his want list was a, a 51 Burke Ross, Joe DiMaggio. And uh, I think I had seen it before, but like just actually looking at it with him, I was like, I need this card. <laughs> so, cause I, I was like a little bit on the fence with Burke Ross too. Cause I really hadn't dove too deep into the set. Uh, right. But when I, when I saw it, I immediately was like, Oh, that's one I want to get uh, just because of the, just the way, I don't know, the design, the way it looked, the photo was just such a cool card. So yep. yeah, I'm getting on this Burke Ross train, I think here. Yeah. I mean, some of the, some of the cards leave a lot to be desired. The um, just some of the images are kind of grainy and, you know, the colors aren't the best, but um, there are some that are absolutely beautiful. And um, this this one in particular, I just love it. I think it was the mantle that kind of threw me off the set because like the the mantles, uh, you know, like the same image from his his Bowman card. 
but it's just mm -hmm. like washed out and just doesn't the card doesn't look as good so i kind of always like oh burke ross you know but but now i'm looking at some of these cards here for that there are some real gems in there and uh yeah Absolutely. affordable I, I think we should do the shh. Let's not tell too many people about this yet. Let's get the ones we want before it gets out. <laughs> Although yeah, the set's yeah. been out there for like 80 years. So it's like, how, how the heck have I not seen this already? For sure. And I, I think, you know, if, if you're concerned about, you know, if people who want to purchase cards as investment and things like that, this, this card has nowhere. The price is going nowhere but up on this card. Totally agree. All right. Let's, uh, let's go number three now. I'm ready. Number three, um, fairly, um, fairly common, I would say. Um, it's the 1933 Gaudi Melot. Now, Melot has um, two cards in the set. And um, the reason why I'm targeting this particular one, which was, is number 207, is because I already have the Melot number 127. And so I'm really looking to purchase the 207 so i can bookend them and um have them both all right so the the ones that have recently sold have all been sgc so i just figured i'd pull up an sgc here this is a three of the yeah. 207 that uh recently sold in in june yeah that's an yep. awesome card wow yeah it's a it's a beautiful card the, the colors are great i mean the 33 gaudi set is just a beautiful set anyway um most i mean i don't think i don't know if there's a bad looking card in the set but um I, I like I love the colors. Um, just just cool image there with the, the skinny little bat choked up and you know looking like he's ready to go. Um, and like I said, I um, that's the number two hundred seven in the set. I I do have the uh, the one twenty seven as well. This one right here. Uh, I love that card. Yeah, that's it. That is yeah. a cool card. Wow, look yeah. at that. Yeah, just uh, you know, typically um, you know, portrait portrait cards like like where they just show the head and shoulders i'm not usually um generally attracted to but um just just the color on that and just seeing you know mel ott you know one of the greatest players just kind of looking so intense like that it's just uh just a really great card and i'm really happy i picked this up last fall and uh <clears throat> very happy um with the card and then i I noticed that there was the 207 that's just as beautiful. So, um, like I said, I'm looking to definitely uh, maybe even at the national um, pick up that that other one so I can kind of bookend them and have both of them from the set. And then you got to make a video with showing them next to each other. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I like to do that with my cards. Like I'm, I'm like a little kid playing with my like action figures, but they're cards now. I'm just like putting them together, putting them like, <laughs> like organizing them. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I just bought a, um, I actually just bought one of those display cases, you know, that hold like, and so I'm going to start setting up different themes and stuff like that, like in the display case. Same here. Yeah, my next step is I really got to step up my display game. You know, every, every, every time I, f I feel I'm just embarrassed every time I do a video with like Dylan Double D Vintage, and he's got this like the best card room ever. And I'm in like a garage with like nothing on the wall. So it's like, <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm dropping the ball here with the display game. I'm the same way. I'm terrible. at. I'm, I just am not. Some people are just really creative at being able to, you know, display things and, you know, frame things and display things. But I've got so much. I've got a ton of really awesome stuff that would just look great displayed. And I just I don't have the knack for doing it whatsoever. And it's just a lot of this stuff just sits and 
I don't really get to display it. So um, that's something that I really need to pick my game up with as well. <laughs> and you just mentioned you're going to the national. Oh yeah. Yep. You go every year. Oh, this will be my fourth year. Okay. This will be my first one. So, uh, man, I was watching a, a live last or this morning. I caught it. Um, it was last night though, of uh, a bunch of guys that were talking about the national and you just got, I was pumped up anyway, but then after watching that one, it was like Theo hosted it from Clemente collector. Uh, it, yeah. I, I was like even more fired up to get to the national man. I'm really yeah, you, the first time you're going to, yeah, you're going to love it. Once you go, once you want to, you're going to want to go every year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And you know, there's, there's so many cards and there's so much to see and that's all great, but you're going to see so many people that, you know, that you you've never met, but you know, through social media, YouTube and whatever, um, half the fun of the national is just meeting those people in person and hanging out and talking and, you know, going out after for dinner or a couple drinks or, you know, the, the YouTube meetup is on Thursday and Friday night. And um, that doing all that stuff is just as much fun as seeing all the awesome cards and all the awesome stuff that they have at the national. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to meeting you um, yeah, before, sure. before we go though. Uh, I wanted to see if you could recommend or mention uh, a couple channels that are also uh, either they're, you know, they're fa Boston sports fans. Do you, I know, I know of a few, but um, if you know any that you could throw out here, I would love to hear because I'd like to get maybe at some point I want to do like an episode uh, on my channel or someone's channel where it's all Boston sports guys that collect Boston players or New England players. And uh, we just all, you know, that's kind of the theme. So maybe throw out a couple if you have any off the top of your yeah, head. Yeah, sure. Um, I know um, you already know Dom, um, Stephen Sports Cards. He's a, yep. he's a big Boston fan. But yep. um, do you, are you familiar with the card closet on YouTube? The card closet? No, no. Okay, so, so yeah. So his name is Eric and um, the card closet. And he is a big Red Sox fan. He's got, I think he's doing um, the Red Sox team sets and he's got them. I don't know. He's got a lot of them completed all the way back um, even pre-war. So um, he's got, he's got a crazy awesome Red Sox collection and um, he's a big Red Sox fan. Okay. Um, not, not any other new England sports ironically, but he is a Red Sox fan and then he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So I don't know how that worked out, but um <laughs> <laughs> it did, but um, he is a he's a really nice guy, and he's got a he's got a great Red Sox collection, and um, there is um, a good friend of mine. Um, he doesn't do YouTube videos, but he is on YouTube. He he watches a lot of videos and comments, and he was on um, Hobby Palooza with uh, John Keating over the past weekend, and his name is Mark Hoyle. Oh yeah, yeah, I watched that one. Yep. Yeah, and um, he's got a he's got an awesome collection. He has got a crazy. He is such a huge Red Sox fan, and I mean, he is he has everything. I don't think I've never found anything that he doesn't have that's Red Sox related, or not much. Put it that way. And um, he is so knowledgeable too. Every time I have a question about something, I ask him about it, and he knows about it. And um, yeah, he would be he would be awesome to have on because, like I said, he he is so knowledgeable too. He knows even not just about Red Sox; he knows about you know different sets from different years and stuff like that. Um, 
so yeah, he, he would be another one that would come to mind. Um, and that would, those, those two particularly, I would, I would recommend. Perfect. Love it. Thank you, Jim. Um, well guys, that's going to do it here for episode 30. Jim, uh, thank you again for joining me. And guys, if you happen to not already follow, subscribe Jim's channel, Picker Jim S, uh, sports card collector, do it. Why not? He's got an awesome collection. He's a great guy. He's a YouTube sports card hall of famer. And you, if you go to his channel, you'll see why. So, um, Jim, uh, thanks again. Look forward to meeting you here. Let's see next or yeah, next month it's coming up. <laughs> yeah. For, coming up four weeks, five weeks. And thank you very much for the kind words, Adam. I really appreciate it. Um, it's a great series. Uh, you do here. I, I really enjoy watching the different collectors and I have been psyched to come on. So thank you for having me. And, um, it's been awesome, man. I appreciate it. And can't wait to meet you at the national. All right. Sounds good, guys. Well, that's it. See you next time.